The Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. It's ah, even worse. I was like, oh, I was like, is that why it goes down to his knees almost? And he was like, yes, it is. Oh, Rick, we're rolling. That's right? okay. Is that we're done? We're on? This is it? Fuck. This is us? Should I'm going to kill close, myself. Should I close that door? He'll okay. do it. All right. You're a guest, Willie. You don't uh, have to do anything I, I, like I don't that. know how things work. Sometimes I've been a guest and also the person that cleaned up at the end. <laughs> Wait oh, a minute. That's not a nice... That, did they make you clean up at the Carmichael show? Because that's was not that... fair. I was going to ask if it was Comedy Central. <laughs> hey, 75 bucks, but we need you to clean the uh, <laughs> theater, if you wouldn't mind. Guys, this is the world-famous Comedy Store podcast. Yes, it is. Everything works here. Look. Exciting. Don't wow. worry about that. My this came off. I don't know what this is. What is that? Is that for spit? You know, that's just to make it look professional. I ah. think. One time, uh, I think the last time Eleanor and I came down here, we interviewed Felicia Michaels, maybe the yes. second to last time. And he had booked out the oh. the studio to that fucking open micer, Al Bahamami. I like Al. Nice guy, but he's a fucking open micer. Okay. And okay, I'm not gonna take that away from he him. He was he was just producing the podcast. It was an extremely unattractive man lesbian and some <laughs> dainty young fuckboy. And they were singing songs about goats and other funny parody songs. And we had to wait. We had to wait. We were sitting I out there like so mad. This can't be real. Like, why is this a thing? I thought we were hosting the comedy store podcast. Nope. No. Nah. We're there's, second tier. There's to the no fucking... precedence. Is that the, Welcome uh, back to Goat Songs. Oh, <laughs> it's the number one song podcast about songs and goats. We got your goats. <laughs> they had fucking, we ain't the goat, but we sing cards about them. Up on the wall, so that way they knew what to sing and shit. I was looking Ugh. through the window, just fuming, like, "Why are we desecrating this building with uh, this garbage?" Yeah, it was, it was brutal, bro. Yeah, this place. There's good things and there's terrible things. Yeah. There's horrendous things. Yeah, we saw one of those. Yeah, that's what we <laughs> saw one of those that moments. Day. And then, and then the the mannish lesbian made some comment about how uh, Eleanor and Felicia, uh, you know, were tasty or good looking or something. No, no, she said that. Yeah, when you guys walked in, I was oh. like, yeah. And then she was like, not in a sexual way, unless you're cool with that. And I was like, uh, we're cool with that. Just please don't ever look me in the eyes. I didn't even hear it. Yeah, it was some real creepy, you know, like I finally had it, that U2 moment. Or me too moment, whatever it is. So it no, it's like, better to say a U2, U2 moment. Hashtag U2. Hashtag U2. Yeah. U2 you know? I, I remember slapping this chick in the face with my dick. Hashtag U2. Because I feel like they've done that. Yeah. yeah. Forget Me Too. Let's yeah. go with U2. Let's me start, Too's let's already start been done. Yeah. the things we've done. This is exciting. We, we got have, Willie Hunter here. Yeah, and Willie, yeah. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, somebody online was like, hey, when are you getting Willie Hunter? And I'm yeah. like, that's weird. Really? I just asked him, but his phone was, he was not he around. He lied to you is who, what happened. Who would tweet that? It was this one lonely person. Yeah, okay. very lonely. Very lonely. <laughs> there were a six and a half, but with personality 6.8. I'll take it. It might have been a dude. I'm not positive probably i think it was a dude probably was you I got can't fans, remember so. who it was but it was somebody i was very like i forget who it was i think it was willie and robert william apravaya they yeah. asked for that was weird <laughs> that was weird the combo <laughs> did you know you're in such good company in terms of people's favorites i got, I got a uh, uh, 
I got a uh, every once in a while, like when the holidays happen, I'll get like a text. Happy Thanksgiving, happy whatever, Merry Christmas. Right. And I know very rarely it comes up with somebody, no number. So I was like, I got one. And I was like, oh, no. So I got a happy Thanksgiving. Then I wrote happy Thanksgiving. And then they wrote it again, like happy new year. I was like, shit, I got to ask who this is because I feel like a dick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who it is. So I wrote uh, happy new year. Um, Please don't be mad, but can you tell me who this is? And they wrote back, it's Robert William Abravaya. <laughs> I was yes. like, oh, perfect. Well, happy happy New Year, Robert. Oh, I wonder what type of phone he <laughs> Dude, has. Dude, Robert, He's man. probably got like a Motorola Razor. <laughs> <laughs> Something real nice. <laughs> Something real exciting. Oh. Do these mics sound tinny? What is that? It's just a little light. Does it sound like we're in a camp? I yeah. don't understand. I, th- I figured that we were just switching up to the hoedown format. Or maybe it's these uh, bluegrass thing. style. Sounds a little grainy. It's a little grainy. It's a little shitty, if you will. Well, if people complain, then we'll just complain to the higher ups, and nothing will be done. Yeah, always uh, go to at Mike Schmidt and um, complain to him, yep. please, immediately. Oh, he um, would love that. Yeah, we we constantly throw him under the bus. We used to good. throw Ari Manis under the bus. Oh, that's a good person to always well, throw under the bus because he was he was our producer, and every time shit would go wrong. So we'd be like, well, it's Ari's fault. And yep. Just tag him. I, I don't know what to tell you. Ask Ari Manis about that. <laughs> Every single like, time. Should be corrected in the next hour. You yeah. Just respond two days later with that shit. Yeah. We just went from one serial killer producer to another. That's how we keep it. I don't know if you went up or down. Maybe you just went lateral. Yeah. Um, I don't I, even know if that's lateral, buddy. I got to be honest. Yeah. As far <laughs> as I can tell, it's just favorites. Favorites? You know, someone didn't like Ari, but they do like the newest serial killer. That's interesting. When did you get here, Willie? Do do you guys do like an intro or are we just jumping right into it? Let's do the intro, Rick. Let's give Willie the... the... He gets the courtesy? Yeah. Welcome to the world famous Comedy Store Podcast. The number one radio station in Tulane. (laughs) Listen, all, all you Duluthites out there. When jamming to the new hits and mixes of yesterday and today here at 98.5, the comedy store. That's really good. Isn't that Thank great? You. That's really good. He's so good. That's really good. That's Laugh Girl, in case you're wondering. I don't really have a name. <laughs> it's just Laugh Girl. God. This is Buzz Nitro. With me as always, Laugh Girl. Today we got in studio America's favorite sweetheart, the Joey Lawrence of comedy, Willie Hunter. Willie Hunter. Thank you, thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you for having me. How now. creepy is the morning radio? Can you imagine oh. if we just did that the whole time? I used well, Rick has a great morning radio voice, though, doesn't he? Not Spur- true at all, but you can do the weather. You can definitely <laughs> do the weather. You. I just want that Fritz Coleman vibe. Oh yeah, Fritz. Is he still? He's still doing comedy too. Yeah, yeah. he performs at the. Uh, uh, comedy Magic Club. Ah. I notice more than anywhere else. But have, have you performed at the Comedy Magic Club? Before? I have. They, they don't. They don't really seem to like me that much. They don't like me. What? Either. But they, they, don't like they you? let me perform. No. They always let me perform during July when they do that. <laughs> Twenty comics doing five minutes each. But now that I live in Calabasas, it would take me like two hours to get there. So, oh, man. Oh, it's wow. not worth it for really? five minutes. No, not at all. I, don't, I mean, you get paid, but yeah, what, is that what they give you? Fifty bucks? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I see. Is there sometimes... music playing? Is that Jeff Scott playing upstairs? 
And I feel like that's on the recording somehow. I, I love that they tried to soundproof this thing, and it, obviously they didn't do a good job. It, it feels like we're, it, I can hear the echo, we're talking like in a bunker. It, it feels very strange. It never was like this before. I'm telling him to come back down here, that this is awful. Um, yeah, because I don't know if it's the ghost talking in the mic. I, or... it, it does sound like, I feel like maybe he's playing the goat podcast in the background while our podcast <laughs> is going. <laughs> <laughs> Dueling podcasts. Eating cans. You're podcast. eating cans. You're a funny goat, and you're eating cans. Okay, that was a great take. Let's do one more. Oh Th- man, that's what was going on. <laughs> they, we're doing multiple takes of yes, it's songs. insanity. Um, okay, so we will just keep interviewing like nothing's happening. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know. Maybe it's real. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I told him to come back down here and check it, but I feel like I hear voices in the background. I do too. I think it's from upstairs. But we never hear it from up there. Not that it's soundproof down here. Yeah. You, you hear you hear footsteps. You'll hear like the piano, of yeah. course. But you never hear the comics. Like I feel like I hear talking. I, I can hear the waitresses talking. Wow, that's hilarious. That's impro- Maybe we all just got superpowers. There's like a Ooh. radiation leak. Maybe they got new headphones that like the- Mikey maybe rubs some out yeah. down Ooh. here, listening to what's going on upstairs Magic and he- juice connected us by accident oh but by the way sad sad story comedy store family oh loss my of hollywood gosh. jesus guys i can't believe that yeah shocking i, I guess i hadn't seen him in a while giving I out back either, rubs yeah. and do you think he'll rise again i hope i mean he died on the 13th of december so we passed the three-day mark holy shit yeah so it's been that long and we just found out today. we just found out yeah we well have, people have been looking like yeah. red band was looking for him yeah. yeah i remember but uh i guess his neighbor finally got confirmation or something and then did they, did they find him find the body um he died i guess he was in the hospital for a little while he okay. died at cedar sinai on ah, the 13th after spending a few i think they said a, a week or two in there and uh According to, the, I can't remember the website. It's like West Hollywood's official website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they spoke with his brother, and they just received his ashes yesterday. So oh. people were worried, like his body's just sitting in a morgue. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he he has a family that lives in Pasadena. That's so good. That's good. They apparently were aware. At least he didn't he didn't die alone or whatever. That's good. But this is. Turning out to be a great podcast. Yeah, hey, people need voices, to know. They you know, gotta know. That's like a boon shock, only way less creepy, though. Is it way less creepy? I mean, yeah, I guess so. Because, like, you could talk to Kevin. It was just weird that he was dressed like Jesus. Right. I, I to- never I never acknowledged him as Jesus, ever. I always talked to him as Kevin. Me too. And I was like, you're not Jesus. You're Kevin. And the- he, <laughs> he always referred to me by my full name, which is one of those things that, I, that always just catches me off, a little off-putting. Oh, hello, Rick Ingram. I'm like, why are you saying my name? Like, you're <laughs> like wearing a, a wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's that, Rick Ingram? You've got heroin? <laughs> what? No, I don't have heroin. Why'd you say my name? The, the first time I saw him, he was standing on a corner at 3rd and Orlando. Okay. And he had his arms, like, spread out. And the sun was just going through him. And cars were, like, skidding out. Because it was frightening. Yeah, why, it is. Why is the Lord... Yeah. With his arms out, like, oh, hey, it's Judgment Day, guys. Finally. And I was having a bad day, and I, I looked up, and I saw him, and I was like, motherfucker. Like, I was mad. I was like, 
I'm calling the cops. This is bullshit. <laughs> and I, ta- I was on the phone with my little sister, and I said, Aid, I'm calling the cops. And she went, you can't call the cops on Jesus. That's true. That's like calling the cops on Santa Claus. And I'm yeah. like, hold on a second. Yeah. That's not one and the same. Yeah. Like, Sa- you Santa took- brings joy to yeah, children. Yeah, that's different jesus he's just there for if judgment. santa claus was standing on the corner with his arms out i'd be like santa yeah. but with jesus i'm like oh is it time oh i would, I'm be, Catholic. I would be freaking out there's yeah, no doubt freaky. about it the first time i saw him without uh the jesus oh, garb without on, the garb it's creepy i saw him at a, a laundromat down on fountain and i was walking by and he walked out and he was like oh rick ingram i looked down like who the fuck is this charles manson looking motherfucker <laughs> and then he was like Rick, it's me. I was like, oh, Kevin, what's up, man? I said, I didn't recognize you and not dressed as Christ. I don't think I've ever seen this. He said, this is what I used to wear before I started doing the Jesus thing. And he was like a he was like a sunset metalhead. I oh like just hung God. out yeah. at like the Roxy and the Whiskey and the Viper Room for like decades. I, I tried to ask him about <clears throat> the whole Jesus get up and uh, he was talking about, I don't do Hollywood Boulevard. I don't, I don't socialize yeah. with those people only stay in west hollywood like, yeah yeah whatever you still dress as jesus it doesn't matter yeah. where you're right, at it's still odd yeah he told me uh because i i just asked him i was like when did you start doing this and he said he uh he wore it to a costume party that they were having at some rock club on sunset mm-hmm. and afterwards he was just walking down sunset with some of his friends and people kept running up and being like jesus and like taking wanted to take pictures with them <laughs> He said that in like two hours, he got such positive response from people that he was like, I got to start doing this more often. He Man. said then he started doing it a couple times a week and just kept getting so many people coming up and talking to him. And he's like, just opened so many doors and made people happy and started doing it. Like, <laughs> Terrifying. Fucking weird. He was uh, he was good friends with the guy that dressed as Colonel Sanders. Yep. I have a picture of me with the two of them. Really? Yeah. It's me in between Christ and Colonel. When you don't think you're making it. Yeah, I posted and you get it. that picture. I posted it tonight, but uh, he uh, he walked up, and I was like, well, he's with Colonel. I got to fucking snap yeah. this. Yeah. So I, I asked him, I was like, hey, can I get a picture with you guys? He was like, of course. This is Lenny or whatever his friend's name is. I'm like, are we really just going to call him Lenny? <laughs> that's what we're gonna do so they may did that guy do hollywood boulevard i feel like you have to be a superhero to be on hollywood boulevard and they don't qualify yeah is jesus a superhero oh yeah oh. that is nice right there oh that's old ricking him right there Look at that. yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, this is like 2010 or baby something. rick yeah baby rick oh yeah there's baby I, rick. I was only 70 percent broken down at that point, oh, I hadn't okay. made it all the way yet. When did you get to 130? Oh, fuck, that was five years ago. <laughs> have you oh, been I, broken what, what yet? What year did I get married? We'll, we'll just say that year. <laughs> Ricky, have you been broken down yet? Oh, really? many times. Every, many times. Every day. You're, you're a baby. You can't oh, do that. no, no. When did you get what here? What are you, 30? How old are you? 31. 31. Yeah, oh, my God, he's I, elderly. Yeah, that's. I'm not young anymore. When did you arrive? Uh, in 2008. You came to L.A. or to the comedy store? Uh, to L.A. I came to L.A. Um, the first place I performed at was the Improv. Okay. And uh, that, that was interesting because it was my first time seeing L.A. comedy. And I went in there and Boone Shakalaka was on stage. Yeah. yeah. I have a similar experience here. 
No, no, I take that back. Tony Hinchcliffe was on stage. So you saw the best, and then you saw the and worst. And Boone was heckling him. Oh, that how <laughs> Even you, better. How did you confuse them? I mean, it second? makes sense. It like, makes okay. sense. I just I remember I like want, this. Want, Cheekbones. That's what were, it's all about. They were back and forth the whole time, and I said, this is this is comedy? This is, <laughs> this is what I signed up for? Had you done comedy elsewhere? Once. I went up once in Alabama. Okay. And, um... And it went well, but I knew that it's only every mic is like every four months. And I said, if I'm going to do this, I got to go somewhere where I can go right. up a lot. And I chose L.A. And I remember I came out here and I saw that at the improv. And that was the first time I got broken right there. Oh, oh yeah. Immediate. Um, yeah. Because after that, Mike Boone goes, but you just walk around with me and I'll show you some mics. And I was like, oh. all right. And I walked around with no. Boone. Yeah, dude. Because he gave me all the dirt on the comedy community. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great Tony Hinchcliffe, he eats his boogers. Like, <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. does that mean? And you were okay me. with that? Like, you still kept walking? I'm terrified. I was I was 21, you know, I was just, I was excited. People take in characters around here. That's yeah. how a lot of us end up well, here, not being terrified. You, I'm sure you guys remember the first comic, I don't know if I'm using this term, you know what, fuck it, everyone's a comic these days, um, was No Face. That was the first, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. first yeah. person I saw. In that comedy. hole, that hole in the face. Hole in the it. face. Because what do you do? Try to kill Tried himself. Try to kill himself. And, and, and missed. And missed. This dude, he looks like uh, the character on that. What's that show on AMC? Uh, I can't think of it. But he basically had two eyes and then just a hole where his mouth was. Dude, frightening. I, was, t- I would so put scary. that guy on, and he wouldn't address his face. Yeah. I'm like, no, no. Yeah. You- you have to yeah. open with that, yeah, yeah, and close with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, we fact, need to know all of it. Yeah, <laughs> I need, I need to know from beginning to end what made you want to shoot yourself, right? And what, how did you feel after you realized you couldn't kill yourself? What wrong gun did you use? What gun did you use? <laughs> and who did your patch up work? <laughs> <laughs> I need to know all those answers right now. Uh, one of my favorite what clinic comedy store moments <laughs> with no face uh, was he grabbed pj stansbury's beer and yes. i guess he thought it was his and but he picked it up and was getting ready to drink it and pj ran over grabbed it, get that fucking beer out of your hand <laughs> not gonna have your disgusting no face touching my beer i don't give a fuck what happened to you don't let your fucking disgusting hole touch my beer I just you know what's like, frightening <laughs> is that it's like, yeah, PJ right. skeeves him. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my god. Like that guy wouldn't be like, uh what's oh, on your man. lip? But those those were all the characters I saw when I first moved on. And that so. didn't scare you. It, no face. It, it did it didn't scare me. You know what it did? It made me go, maybe I shouldn't start in Hollywood. Let's start at the Ha Ha Cafe first. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Well, let's, let's take it easy first. Let's go oh, to NoHo. outskirts where there might be some humans. Some humans. No, no, just Jack, um, whatever his name is, the oh, Armenian yeah, yeah, owner. Yeah. Um, he took full advantage of me. I worked there for about uh, six months and um, for free, just for stage time. I would go up at the end of the show uh, two nights a week, and I would, I would call people for books, you know, like, hey, you want free tickets? Come to the show. I would bartend. I, I did all, right. that, all that just for stage time. And, uh, and then I started coming to the comedy store probably in late 2008, early 2009. I can't believe you worked at the HaHa. I know. I know. I, I can't believe that either. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Preacher is the show I was thinking. <laughs> it does I was look wondering like what a... the hell you were looking up. <laughs> yeah. There's a guy on, on Preacher that has the, the no face look. 
Show plug right there. Yeah. Show plug. Go check out Preacher. I've never seen it, but I know no faces on it. <laughs> well, wait, that's not him, is it? No, that, no. That would be amazing. I'm if assuming. He's working. Yeah. And we're in the basement of the Listen, comedy store. Shit I wouldn't be on surprised. Him. Any yeah. sort of. <laughs> right. How many? How many no faces is he competing with? Apparently, at no. least one other one. You but... imagine his headshots? That's not a pun at all. God, I damn. Just... God damn, that's a good one. <laughs> God damn, you're good. That was killer right this there, the most, Willie. God, two in a row, guys. Killer. Really got you there. So much respect for Willie right now. Hi. Headshots. <laughs> the guy who tried to blow his head off. Unbelievably bad taste and perfect for the Comedy Store podcast. Wow. So, and, good one, it, whatever happened to No Face? Did he finally take some pills or something get the job done? He just disappeared. Like, um, I remember seeing him in 2008, and then that was it. He just, I don't know, you know, you figured someone, somehow when comedians die, word gets around. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I doubt he died. Yeah, so he's he's doing something. But he wasn't, like, in-in as a comic. He would come here, open mic, and yeah. go on once in a blue moon. Well, know? that but was... he wasn't, like, hustling to get other spots, you well, know? Well, and that's where... This one, Eleanor comes in because she was she would host the open mic here at the comedy store. That's when I first met Eleanor, and I would yeah. do the mic there. And you know about all those characters that Tommy would make you put on. Oh, I promised No Face he'd get some time this week. <laughs> Tommy, I can't put No Face. Well, Mitchy said we need a No Face. Never all of our comics have faces. There's no way Mitzi saw this. It's a variety man. show, no. Eleanor. That's okay, not what she did. That was my that was my favorite. Uh, thing and uh about tommy was when he would blame mitzi for it he was <laughs> for years he did it and until he, holtzman yelled at him he, he just kept up that facade well mitzi said shut the fuck up <laughs> holtzman finally fucking well i got caught him out of it. i caught him one time he when he would make the lineups he would say he would go to mitzi's house to make right. the lineups and i was walking by that park right over here on sunset boulevard um down the street and there was Tommy sitting in the park doing the lineups. <laughs> well, I'm at right now, Kelly. You're not actually seeing me, that, okay? That you're, but you're right well, here, Tommy. Yeah. You're right in front of me. Physically, my body appears here, okay? But <laughs> mentally, I'm making sweet love to Mitzi Shaw. She's giving oh, me advice. Jesus Christ. He, yeah, he would pin everything on Mitzi or the building. Yeah. He loved to well, the building doesn't like you. I'm <laughs> What? Jesus. Yeah. The building? I always got the, well, Mitzi said, you know, give the kid from Kansas a spot to make sure it's later. He's got to earn it. Like, how the fuck does she know where I'm from, but she doesn't know what my name is? That nah. seems weird. Well, that's how she refers to you, okay? What was uh, your very first encounter with Tommy like? He had saw me. I was walking with a comic. Her name was Hannah Boone. I don't know if oh, you yeah, I love Hannah. Hannah. Boone, yeah. I went back to school. I was proud of her for that, and I hope she's still doing stand And we were walking up the stairs, the both of us. Hannah Boone is a white girl, and we're walking up oh, together, wow. and Tommy goes, ah, what's your name? Well, <laughs> say goodbye to your stage time, Hannah. <laughs> Wait a minute. He said, what's your yeah. aim? holy shit um, i don't know i just want to do some spots oh all right hang out then i was like okay and then he slowly started putting me up and i think it's just because i was a black guy hanging out with a white girl well maybe if we distract him with stage time he'll leave our women alone (laughs) oh well he's one of the good ones okay Uh, Jesus. He's not a Doc Willis type. <laughs> he, he would, what? He, that's the nicest guy in the world. Wow, well, he's got bad intentions. What? Oh, my God. He would pull me aside and always reassure me. People always say I'm racist, but I'm not, Willie. I'm like, well, 
why are you telling me this? Listen, could you talk to them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, how about you talk, talk to the people? Talk to your people, Willie. <laughs> tell them. Fine, fine. I'll pull Doc Willis to the side and tell him everything's going to well, be I fine. Well, I want you to know I've never used the N-word in reference to you. Okay? But other people, yes. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> and, and the it, ones that I apply it to. And one time he said I had nice ears. That's, that was, <laughs> That's so weird. That was the weirdest thing ever. Hey, you got good ears. Okay. Yeah, okay. they're, they're, they're they're nice size for your head. Oh like, my god! All right, all right. I'd fuck your ears, Willie. <laughs> Give me that chance. That's such a bizarre thing to say to someone. I I didn't know. I mean, it, it was such a weird like era, the, the Tommy era, and I'm sure you get a lot of comics that come on your podcast and they talk about the Tommy yeah, era. Yeah. Oh, it's all we talk about, and, and I'm sure it's mostly negative. Um, I had yeah. positive experience with them. I, that's I mean, that's kind of what we. I mean, we. I we would do say a little both. Some people had some shitty stuff, yeah. but Rick and I both were. He, he was, was good nice to, to us, us, so yeah, yeah. And then same with a lot of people. I'd say it's about forty percent good and sixty percent people like fuck that guy. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> there's always the going to be that. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the people that were the the thing with Tommy was, regardless of race or anything else, if you were part of the Comedy Store family, he did seem to genuinely look out for you. That's true. So, like, the people who actually have a history or spend a couple years in the trenches here are all like, you know, he got me spots. and Yeah. That. But then it's like the people who are just actual comedians from somewhere else who oh, are yeah. trying to rise up the ranks and didn't necessarily have to respect him. Yeah. That are just like, man, fuck that guy. Well, I, I think one time it was, uh, yeah, I forget this guy's name, but he was hosting the MTV Movie Awards and he wanted to run oh, his yeah. Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. And he's like, you don't mind if I can you know, run five minutes up? He's like, no, I've got to put up Chris D'Elia first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I recall. Chris D'Elia did take precedence. That means Tommy yeah. just, that was his, he would tell, what was it, Santino to grow his hair like Chris D'Elia? You should consider growing your hair out. Oh, He's man. like, I'm not really a long hair guy. Well, it's working for Chris D'Elia. Consider it. <laughs> it's always crazy that each that's talent why Rick's coordinator. Hair is like that's that. why I'm doing that's, this. You're doing it for Tommy? I'm hoping that Tommy <laughs> maybe comes back. We can do Brothers on a sitcom or something. We could do, you know, but, dueling Mitzi songs. You know, you had Tommy there and you had Jamie Masada who told you to be like Dane Cook every time. Love that's love what you. he told me. He did? Yeah, he's like, you know, come back and whatever he says. Yeah. Come back in 40 days. Yeah. You know, on the stage, do Dane Cook. And I said, you mean do his act? No, no, no. Do you be comfortable like him? Do attitude. Yeah, Dan cook attitude. I, I never went back to that body, place. Body. Yeah. yeah, he told yeah. me to wear my hat sideways. <laughs> no, no, it would be funny if you wear your hat to the side. I was like, I don't fuck this guy. <laughs> to the side. So well, the f- I was tweeting that with someone. Uh, uh-huh. I can't remember who it was. Uh, oh, I was Earl, I think. Uh, I said something. I had a spot at the Improv in the fat and uh, comedy store, and I said. Uh, I tweeted like, hey, come out to the improv tonight or the comedy store. I'll be doing uh, sets at both places talking shit about the Laugh Factory. Yeah. And then Earl commented, he's like, come back in two weeks. And I <laughs> said, put your hat sideways. It would be very funny. And then, because I, I kept adding the Laugh Factory, sure. the Laugh Factory then responded. And they're like, you got to admit, it would be funny. I was just like, this motherfucker is oh, running this thing. Yeah. He's trying to be funny. I think it was Jamie. So I, I, anyway, I burned the <laughs> building. Jamie's running the social. <laughs> Bro, buddy, buddy, I tweet all the day. Oh you my gotta God. admit it would be funny. Was, I love that you just kept tagging the Laugh Factory with a dick. Yeah, yeah. He wanted them to know. You know, you yeah. did. I, I'm not hiding it. 
Did you ever work for the Laugh Factory? I mean, I did. obviously, I you never for... became Dane Cook. No, no, I, 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 I hardly ever go up in the Laugh Factory. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm like there once every three years. Yeah, um, I hardly ever go up that much anymore. To be honest with you, it's, I can't. Really? I, I don't know. I, I'm getting tired of the whole. You're right. No. You know the whole sucking up to the talent coordinator. It's the worst. And, yeah. Isn't it? It is, especially you know I've had. Very blessed to have a little bit of success, and that doesn't mean shit, you know, yeah. at all. If you're not friends with the talent coordinator, sure. which is insane to me, um, <laughs> because it's like I don't. Why would you want me to be your friend? You know, um, I'm, you know, way younger than you, know, or whatever. I won't hang out with people. I remember the there was a person at the improv that was the I forget what's her name again. Um, I, I don't want to name names, but she was the. Uh, you can name names. <laughs> is she currently the talent we, coordinator? We have she's a not. disclaimer. She's not. We yeah. have a disclaimer, so you can shit on whoever you okay, want. Okay, all right. It wasn't Jamie, was it? No, it was. That, no, that was a dude. Oh, no, I Jamie. know. Yeah. yeah. What a pile of garbage that guy was. Stop it. What? <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, was the Sparkles was a really great fucking character that he came up with. Get that guy the fuck out of Hollywood. <laughs> anyway, go on. That um that I would send in my avails at the improv. Uh, because I was told to by the talent coordinator for for a whole year. And finally, you know, I had a Rick Ingram moment. I said, fuck this. I'm going to email them and say, are you getting my emails? Otherwise, you know, this yeah. is bullshit. And I just, you know, typing yep. up angrily. I've done, I've done it three or four times, both the improv and <laughs> the laugh factory. Hey, should I even bother sending these in? Yeah. What's the fucking point? Exactly. Something yeah. like that. And then next thing you know, I got a spot. And that made me even more mad because I'm like, you had you had to put me. I had to go through all of that to get one yeah. measly spot. Like the the mental strain it has, you know. So I I, I go up <clears throat> at least once a week, but I used to go up every night. Oh and yeah, I used to, and I I just can't. I just don't have the temperament for it, you know, anymore. Yeah, have I you, hear you. Have you been doing more writing? I've been doing a lot more writing. That's um, great. Which is, uh, you know, that's why I really moved out here for uh, is to be a writer. Um and stand up was like the the gym for writing. You know, you get to use all oh, your tools. Yeah. You, know, you get to work on your writing, your improv, your your uh, acting, and all that stuff in stand up. And it's one person. I'm not doing improv. You know, because fuck no, you're a good human being. Yeah. <laughs> and and so I I was wanted to be a writer, and I didn't I did stand up, and I I've been doing it now for eleven years, which is insane. And now I'm reflecting on those eleven years, and I go. If I had dedicated that eleven years to something else, could I be more rich or more famous or something? Bro, something I've been else? doing this for sixteen years. <laughs> Look at you, seventeen. You 17 poked 17 the beast. Years. Who poked the beast? I could have been. That's what I wanted. I could have gone to medical school, become a doctor. <laughs> gone, actually, have about six years of being a doctor under my belt. What is right what is that? We what is that that thing in our head that makes us come back to it? It's an addiction. It really totally is. Totally addiction. Yeah. Um, I'll be 11 years in February, and wow. I'm like, I jones if I don't go on. Yeah. Like, I, I, I took three days off, and I was literally getting the shakes. Someone, someone we interviewed was like, sometimes it's just best to take off a couple months. And I wanted to be like, I don't Bitch, agree what with the that. Fuck what are you, talking, are you about? talking about? Yeah. No. No, Can't no, no. You do that shit. Not to mention, I gave up everything in my life for this. Everything. I literally can't earn a dime doing anything else. <laughs> <laughs> At least you figured out like well, how to work in the industry. Even if you wanted to get back into the job force, what are you going to put on your resume? Yeah, I, I mean, I've yes, been, I'm terrified of that. I've Don't do in, that. I'll wet my bed oh again. My I've, I've worked in two shipping departments. I was a runner, um, but l literally filling out labels for Ugh. 
packages is the extent of my qualifications beyond <laughs> waiting tables. At least you can do that. And I mean, I can't even do that that well. I got fired from it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you were writing for the Carmichael show, which is co-creator, right? Co-creator yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah. God damn, man. Yeah. Did and you guys start together, you and? Yeah, we did. We, I, I I think I I came out he like a month or two. Slightly, yeah, yeah, like three months before him, before he moved out here, and um, like our little class of people, you know, Gerard and Jamar and Angelo. Angelo yeah. um, yeah. All those guys, we all started around the same. Matt and Tony, we all started around 2007, 2008 or something like that. Gerard so. is, uh, he's always interesting to me because of how much I despised him when he first showed up. Why? Based solely on the fact that he was always with that Jono guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, but Jono was like his stalker. Yeah. I mean, Jono he was. was, he was legitimately insane, but. Like the first time I met Gerard, he was sitting in the second row in an OR show with that guy, and like he was wearing his Harvard sweatshirt. Yeah, so I was making fun Obsessed. of him being from Harvard. Yeah, yeah. And he he obviously wasn't from Harvard. Oh no, but he came up to me afterwards. He's like, "Hey man, I'm sorry, I'm not really from Harvard. I just I oh didn't like he went mess to up Harvard." Yeah, so I was like, "No, well, oh. that's how I met him. He had that damn Harvard sweatshirt on, or yeah. some mm-hmm. Ivy League school because he had several of them." And I went up to him and I said, you didn't go to Harvard. Good yeah. for you. And he goes, nope. And then I was like, oh, he's honest. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, what, once I talked to him outside of him having this seven foot psych- yeah. psychopath with him, I yeah. was like, oh, this guy's all right. And I go, what's the deal with that Jano guy? Why are you yeah. hanging out with him? He's like, well, we live You've, at the same place. There you go. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was I'm Sarah it. Silverman's nephew. <laughs> that's what that oh, that's guy. right. I forgot he would say that. All, was oh. that real, you think? Yeah. Poor Sarah. I remember Sarah telling, because Barris asked her about it. She was like, yeah, I mean, technically it's right, but you can just ignore him. <laughs> like, no, that's a good family right there. <laughs> Dude, he showed, that Jono guy showed up, and he'd always come up to, oh, man, you're my favorite comic. I'm like, thanks, man. And Corinne, who I was just starting to date at the time, was like, that big guy kind of creeps me out. Like, I feel like there's like a single white female thing going on. Oh. And like, I'd be talking with Grin, and we'd been dating maybe like four months, and Jono would come over and, and stand in between us, like trying to get my attention. Like, well, if I just block out his girl, then he'll have to talk to me. And Grin would just be looking at me like, what's this guy doing? Oh, my God. And so I go, yeah, I don't think it's single white female. He's just, you know, he's a fan and he's new to comedy or whatever. And then like, Maybe three, four weeks after that, he shows up with a big mustache. And he's like, mustache brothers. No. If Rick Ingram could have a mustache, Never. I figured I should have one. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. We're going to. We're either going to die. Or... Gerard would never say that. Gerard, at no point <laughs> If he ever, had seven mustaches, he wouldn't say that. He never brother. called me mustache brothers, which hurt. It actually hurt. I was obsessed with Gerard when he first came. So funny. I remember all of that. you guys. Yeah. All of you guys, because I thought you brought such life. I mean, it's just weird. I was older when I started. So, like, Steve Ranaziz used to say to me, it's so funny to see you hanging out with, like, Willie Hunter and Jamar Neighbors and Gerard Carmichael like, and Lexi Shoemaker. You know, yeah. we'd be just running around together to yeah. any mic we can get to. But here, I was already here for 12 years as a waitress, and then this elderly woman is hanging out with these young, black, the handsome black guys. No, Eleanor was killing <laughs> it, man. We were, we were, you know, Eleanor was on stage. We'd run in there and watch her every time. Oh, my God, know? that's frightening to you me. Know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you no, did. No, because in- I, like, looked up to you. When you guys came in and Tommy was like, well, we got to stick to the line. I'm like, no, I'm putting them up. Like, 
I, they, they bring life to the open mic. Mm. I don't Just care if they didn't get on the fucking list. Get Mickey his stage time. <laughs> Wait a minute, Tommy. <laughs> Every time Tripoli would see us everywhere, he'd yell out, Young Guns, here to take my spot. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, what are you talking about? We're, ne- we're never going to get to go up at the comedy store. And then a few years later, I'm like, well, maybe you're right, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember when this happened, but one day me and my uh, ex were sitting in my apartment, and I was looking outside, and I see these like three young guys just talking. And I'm like, I know them. And it was Willie, yeah. <laughs> Gerard, I mean, Gerard and Jamar. And I was like, "Hey!" And and they were Ugh. like, he just looked well, up. Like, it was it, because the it, fuck is it was right over there by Jones on Third, I believe, yeah, yeah, right yeah. over there. And Gerard had started making a little money. So yeah, yeah. You, you know, your friends are. Some one friend makes a little money, takes care of the but other. But you friend. still yeah. feel like you don't belong in Jones. We definitely didn't I belong in there. Constantly, I'm afraid to Did go in not Jones. Belong to Jones on Third. <laughs> so when someone yelled out, I'm like, "Oh shit, we got caught!" You know. <laughs> We've been. They were on to you. <laughs> My ex was like, "Why are You're not you welcome yelling? in this part of town, Mister." <laughs> They're so strict at Jones on Third that there was a. I don't like even know team. what that is. That's it's a restaurant. It's cool, so hoity-toity, and, and it's so overrated too. Everything's overpriced. Thank you. Um, okay. And the food's cold. They serve it. They have like a deli case, and you say, "Hey, I want some meatloaf," and they'll just get the meatloaf out of the case and you heat it up. If or you nothing. don't ask them to heat it up, they don't fucking heat it up. Yeah. Like this was fifteen dollars. Yeah. Not only should you heat it, you should feed it to me. Yeah. And the, the I wonder uh, if they're hiring. Jones herself, Joan herself came outside when there was, there was this kid selling candy bars. And she goes, hey, get away from me. She shooed kids away to selling candy bars. That's oh what that place God. is like. Like yeah. she, <laughs> You may like this like. place. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm not buying that candy bar scheme. Because she sells the same candy bars for fifteen dollars. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't a, she? You ever see the little fucking candy she has in there? I'm like, bitch, they're at Target for two eighty five. Yeah. I'll fight yeah. you right now. There's a uh, dude that panhandles at the CVS in Sherman Oaks, and okay. for four guy. or five years he's been running the same. Is it Brody? <laughs> no, it, it, I wish it yes. was. <laughs> you um, got it's this black dude who kind of looks like uh, I can't remember. The dude. There used to be a dude that hung out here that. He reminded reminded me of him, but uh, real skinny black dude. And he'd always walk up and be like, "Hey, listen, I'm I'm uh, trying to, you know, earn some money because I, I, you know, I got accepted to Howard University okay. and I want to be able to pay okay. for it." And so after four or five years of the same thing, uh, at that point, like he'd come up to me twice a week, and it would always offend me. Like, how does this guy not recognize me? Yeah, this is bullshit. Yeah, he sees me all the time, and I always be like, "Sorry, I don't have any money, man." So he came up to me like right before I moved. He was like, listen, uh, I got accepted uh, this last semester oh to Howard God. University. I go, man, you got accepted five years ago. You're still asking me for if money. If you haven't come up with the tuition yet, buddy, they're not letting you in. He lo- just looked at me and just quietly walked away, not breaking eye contact, but just slowly walking away like, oh, that's what you have to do. How right? the fuck did this guy know? You have to commit. You know, a homeless person came up to me one time and asked for money, and I was in a generous mood, so I gave him a couple bucks. Um, next day I was walking by the same place, same guy asked me for money. And I said, I gave you money yesterday. And he goes, Oh, and then walked across the street. And I said, no. Oh, so you just got to point these people out. You got to yeah. let them know that, Hey, I've already given you money. Yeah. You uh, gotten your, your share for the month. But I've, I've been bamboozled so many times by homeless people that I, I, I have a no giving money to homeless people yeah no one should really i i really do Good for i'll you. give you food i'll tell me okay. what you need i'll get that right. but i'm not giving you money um and i remember one time we were walking what if out they asked for alcohol would you get it 
I would do that. I do. I, yeah, I'd do yeah. that. I'm like, ah, I'll get you a beer or whatever. Um, Life like, sucks, buddy. Here. One time we were walking out of a 7-Eleven and this homeless guy asked for some money and I already had in my mind, I'm going to say no. I'm getting ready to say it and Gerard hands him a $20 bill. Oh, fucking Gerard. And I, that made me mad. And then the homeless person put his hand out towards me and I go, no, 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 that's from the both of us. <laughs> <laughs> and Get some credit on that. If he's dropping dubs, you might as well step in on that. <laughs> Gerard's like, did you just jump in on my cherry? I said, yes, yes, I did. Goddamn right I did. <laughs> you gave him 20 bucks. My mom did it to Good a guy him, in front of Rock and Roll ralph's he's like do you have any change my mom's like here you go give him a 20 dollar bill because we don't have homeless people in suburban kansas so yeah that's, that's like amazing her, that's her one time a year that she's gonna see a homeless person and the guy just goes oh 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 and then turns to the other homeless guy <laughs> hey she just get her she just dropped a dub on me and then they both started clapping and i was just like mom don't ever do that again <laughs> he needs it he's homeless yeah i he need it homeless. mom Give it to me. I'm starving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have unchecked diabetes. Give me the 20. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's so crazy. And, you, and then half those people you're giving money to will get the spot on the open mic that you wanted. Yeah, because oh, yeah. they have the $20 to yeah. pay to get on the mic. At Jack's at HaHa, they used to do that. that. If you paid $5, you could get on. Well, that was a big thing, especially the potluck was most of the lineup was homeless people. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. And oh, here, because we didn't Here at the comedy store, sure. so it used to freak me out whenever I see a homeless person when I first started, because I thought if I never made it, that would be me. Yeah, that's how we always talked about it, too. It was like, you got to make sure you do good, otherwise you're Gaylord and Mickey. Yeah, they're either <laughs> here the for path. the heating or the air conditioning, one yeah. or the other, or the free. There was a black guy who used to ask me to get him sugar water, and I was like, what? Uh, Every night when I was waiting tables, he'd be like, come on, give me some sugar water. What I'm like, want, what's like sugar water? Like, you want me to give you water with a smile? Like, I don't understand. You want me to actually... He goes, no, put sugar in the water. Wow. But I was you, like, I can't. But see, you guys have it a little easier with homeless people, especially if it's a black guy or a black person in general. Well, I don't see any... You, when you say you guys, do you mean white people? I do. I do oh, mean okay. that. Okay. I just want to clarify. Say it. I should just say that. <laughs> yeah. You white people. <laughs> you people well, can be another, used both ways, if, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Eleanor. <laughs> That's the pride of Philly right there. There we go. I just, I just got back yesterday, so it's still in my heart it's right still now. There. It's still there. If I, if That's our word for you people. Calm down, a white, Tom. a white person won't come up to you and use race as bait to... True. To, a black person will do that. I've had that happen to me. Like the, oh, if that, you walk, come on, man. No, no. Come on, brother. Help me out. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, I'm not your brother. Oh, oh. They're all brothers, okay? <laughs> That's what they don't realize. They all came from the same ancestor. Tommy. Don Richardson. <laughs> That's not true at all. That's it's a sin. But yeah, I, I've had people like I've heard people do that. I've heard black guys do that to other black and I'll just yeah. giggle. I'm like, damn, he yeah. got you right there. Yeah, he got yeah. you. He just he just you betrayed him. You yeah. betrayed him right in the street, well, right I'm, in I'm, his a race, face. I'm a race traitor. <laughs> I, I love that uh I've heard that a million times yeah. from homeless What's people the, uh, to black guys. I can't believe I forgot his name. What's the old black dude's name? Always used to come around here begging. Uh, uh, which one? I always referred to him as my father. He'd come, hey, it's Rick Ingram here. <laughs> oh, with the pants, with the, did you give him pants? No, he, he, came, he came up and asked if Fraser That's Smith it. was there. Hey, it's Fraser Smith here. <laughs> no, man, he's not Fuck, here. I forget Oh, uh, he was name. supposed to bring me some pants. Like, what? <laughs> I, I got a kidney problem, so I piss myself all the time. And Fraser's going to bring me some pants. I was like, I'll keep an eye out for him, man. 
I forgot his name, but yeah, he but... was here for a long time, by the way. Oh, my God. Like, I had to wait on him for a long time. Oh. I'd go, hey, man, here's five bucks. I ain't taking your money. You're my son. <laughs> He'll be like, what? No, I ain't taking your money. I'm trying to get money from these people who got money. <laughs> like he knew exactly that. who to go after. Right. He did. He would wait for certain people and go after them. And I'm like, fuck. He I, was so nuts, that guy. I saw him like probably it was Corinne. I can't remember his name. Me neither. Corinne and I were driving up here for Roddy Piper's memorial. And we pulled up on uh Laurel Canyon, getting ready to turn right onto Sunset, coming from the valley, and he was sitting on that street corner. And Corinne was like, hey, isn't that, isn't that your dad? And I, and I, I go, oh, yeah, that is him. That's so funny. I haven't seen him forever. And he's sitting there. We're waiting for the light to turn green. As it turns green, he made eye contact with me. Oh, boy. And I'm like, oh, he sees me. And as we're turning the corner, he's like, son, son, so good to see you. Corinne is like, wow, still got it. Still got it. Man, our homeless just oh. stay. They just yeah. stay. They're lifers. So wow. that was your crew. Uh, no face. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. When you got here, your yeah. crew. And today, is today the day Angelo passed? Today is the yeah, day, yeah. I, was just, I, I think oh, of Angelo Bowers. Yeah. What, like, and he was part of that crew as well. Like, when you guys would come in, I'd be like, there was a certain group of guys that I was like, oh, fuck yeah. This is going to make my night as a host seem better. Because mm-hmm. I can put all these guys on. Even though Tommy would constantly fight with me but like angelo bowers was one of those oh, guys. he was he's amazing and it's he was brilliant he's, he was kid. brilliant he was one of the nicest guys too and which i think that was one of his weakness right there yeah. was his how nice he was because he had people pulling him from all different directions it's like when someone who was talented as, as he was um like when i saw him go up it made me want to be better as a comic like oh i gotta beat this guy you know i'm a competitive person but a lot of people saw that like i want to hang out with him maybe some of it will rub off on me and yeah instead of actually trying so a lot of people would just right cling on to him and you know i never, I, I never had a conversation with him ever. you really <gasps> never no you you would have liked him like he, he was a riffer a he times, was a riffer right? he loved riffing well, that was the best to watch him riff like seriously that was like jason lucas says he's a riffer no no <laughs> wait a minute this is a real riffer. this is a real listen we told you we have a disclaimer eleanor and i we're willing to say the truth really it's all this out there this is trump's america the truth I'm just riffing. no you're not I'm a, that's I'm not what that riffing riff. is no listen no. Man, I, I recorded i think you should listen to this because it doesn't sound like riffing this is oh man i am pissed off <laughs> but oh, Angelo man. truly could go off. Yeah. I mean, I, I can remember standing around in a parking lot with you guys and just, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. Like, I feel part of the in crowd hanging out with <laughs> Angelo to me was like, if Dom Irera and David Tell had a kid. Yeah. That's that's how his no, that's, comedic. No, that's perfect. Yeah, that's yeah. a perfect guy. Uh, Tell was his favorite comic, too. Oh, you could. So you can see you the can influence. See yeah. yeah. I, I, I just remember, like, was he like writing for Sarah Silverman on something? Or he used to write for like all those or Whitney. I can't remember. Whenever they did those uh, like Chelsea Handler thing, right. those panel things, oh, yeah. <clears throat> he'd write for Whitney, um, Bobby Lee, probably uh, people like that. When they did the Chelsea thing, and we used to think that was such a they big give you deal. The topics ahead of time, yeah. Kind of, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, that damn show. Oh, I oh it made it. so many mediocre people feel good. I love oh, yeah. it. The other insane. night, Josh Wolf was like, hey, uh, you're bringing me up. Will you uh, make sure you don't say anything about Chelsea? I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, just, you can say whatever you want. You can 
my podcast or just you know funny comic just don't at all erase, say Chelsea erase like, erase got it why what what happened with that did he just have a bad falling out or he just doesn't want no, people I to think, know I, I think, think he's still friends with Chelsea yeah, they I, started together so. okay I think he just it doesn't want people using a credit that's clearly five years old. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. I get that because sometimes people do. Like, I had somebody um, tell me to bring him up as being on the Drew Carey show. I'm like, nobody knows what that is. <laughs> yeah. But- Most people don't even know who Drew Carey is anymore. I mean, I love Drew Carey, but. You don't have it's to say not- that no one loves Drew Carey. <laughs> I'm saying, like, doesn't he do The Price is Right or something? Yeah. And and they gave him a shit ton of money for it, and he yeah. just does that, and he don't give a shit. He uh, lives his life. So good, does God bless him. Shows well, occasionally. At least God bless him. At Who least you, you guys hosted shows too. You ever get that one comic that gives you that intro? That's his first joke. You know, like oh, it's, it's part of the his setup. Act, the yeah. setup. So this one comic. Make like, sure you say. Make this. sure you say this. That I had the second like, best Comedy Central saying. special, and I'm like. Second best. I'm like, all right, that's what you want. And I said that second best. You know, there's like, I can't believe he said that the host is an asshole. And I'm like, this motherfucker yeah. well, just you used me. Up? Oh, he yeah, set see, me I would up. rip him to shreds. Oh, my God. So, when I went yeah. back up there. Said, I, did I say second best? Because I meant <laughs> it was the worst Comedy Central special <laughs> ever made. That's he didn't exactly even get seventy five dollars. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. Piece of shit. That's the right thing to do. Was it Elliot Chang? It was. I knew it. <laughs> it was. And he was the and I remember that weekend. Is that the gay Asian guy? He's not gay, but he's, he's Asian. He's gay ish though, right? Most Asians mm-hmm. come off that way, so yeah. that's not fair to say. I, I did a podcast I can't with wait him. for Bobby Lee to hear that and come after me again. <laughs> I did a I did a podcast with him one time and uh, Brian Monarch was like, "Hey, I've got this podcast studio. Love you to come by." I'm like, "All right." He'd like put me on some show, so I agreed to it. And then I drove all the way up to Granada Hills, and it was just me and Elliot Chang and Jennifer Hartner. Irish oh, I girl. love her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She quit that, comedy. That's where I met her because um, of Brian Monarch. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's the three of us. We were just sitting in Brian Monarch's living room, <laughs> and I was like, "This motherfucker made me feel like I was." going to be a part of some shit yeah and all elliot chang did was just talk about how awesome he is and how great he is at comedy and i was sitting there just like can i tell these people to fuck off on the podcast will that burn my bridge to bringer shows yeah yeah i can't yeah it, apparently monarch told that girl hartnett that she was not getting any better and like kind of read her the riot act and she was funny she was genuinely funny mm-hmm. she might not have been like perfect with her but some with some time yeah but you could fill it in her and the Mm -hmm. girl was really really likable yeah and he kind of like screamed at her which always cracks me she had a great i mean her accent just made her it was perfect and uh he ripped her to shreds in the main room and she cried and she moved back to ireland wow and i was like you let somebody told me that and i was like can you please hit her up and say Never let somebody like Brian Monarch, yeah. who runs a bringer, bringer show, yeah, fucking and, uh, tell he, you. He you're... legitimately looks like the uh, Walking Dead zombie version of Adam Eget. <laughs> okay. All right. I like all this name dropping. If Eget, if Eget <laughs> died, is, four days is, later came back as a zombie. It is names night on this podcast. <laughs> I am definitely telling Adam that. Because I know he won't listen to this, but I am fucking texting it yeah. immediately. <laughs> Because he would be like, dude, why would you say that? Yeah. So true. Yeah. <laughs> like, we do have a bizarre uh, group of talent coordinators. That, like, um, I mean, people yeah. do Adam. People do Tommy. Not as harsh as Tommy, I think. Well, yeah, I think people like Adam. Well, 
Well, that's the thing, okay? I see that you're going up after Delia. That's good. I guess Adam learned some things from me. Wait got a, a challenge, Rick Ingram. That was an actual conversation I had before I, he moved away. I was yeah. just like, I go, Adam, did, did you know you learned some things from Tommy? What the fuck are you talking about? Did, well, Tommy told me. Did Tommy pass you? Uh, I mean, or Mitzi, or the building. Who passed you? It was, yeah, it was Tommy, yeah. I was I was hosting potluck and this is how he passed me. I swear to God, this is this is what he did, yes. Tommy fashion. He goes, well, I was thinking it's about time. You know, I'm gonna be passing Dean Del Rey and I'll pass you next. That way, it'll, you know the blow won't be that bad. I was like, so you're passing what? me because people are gonna be pissed that you're passing Dean Del Rey. Yeah. He felt so guilty about that. Cause yeah. He, he came up to me right when he passed Dean Del. Rey. Well, I gotta pass Dean Del Rey. It's a favor to Chris Delia. <laughs> He's like, what? That's why what? he got passed? That's what he claimed. Yeah. I mean, that's what I, we told when we interviewed Dean a couple, like a month ago. I told him that's what Tommy said. He says, yeah, hey, he gave me spots. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Dean is like a puppy, you know? Exactly. Or like some old dog. He doesn't care. Yeah. Oh, He's just God. like trying to work. But Dean's a hustler, so you got to yeah. give him you that. You got to give him that, yeah. I've, I've never seen anybody hustle like Dean. And Whitney and Dean, well, Whitney took it to another level. But Dean pushing to get stage I, time. I was in New York um, in November, and Dean Del Rey was there. Yeah. I was like, what, what are you doing here? He's Didn't going, I just see you in L.A.? He's going back. I think he said. He, he tries to go now. every other month, yeah. He, yeah, he goes there for like two months at a time. What just... were you guys doing, the roast battle there? Yeah, we were doing uh, we were doing an episode of uh, Crashing. There was a roast battle oh, that's episode. that's killer. Yeah, and I'll tell you, that's when I realized that Comedy Central didn't pay us anything, because HBO... Uh, flew us out there first class. Very nice. Put us in a nice hotel. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, fed us. We worked one day. Right. But we were out there for three days. So they paid for three days when we worked one day. And then they flew us back first class. And I was like, so when we were on Roast Battle, Comedy Central, we went to four different cities <laughs> and coach. Um, we had to share rooms. Yeah. Um, some I think one time there was three people in a two-bedroom <laughs> hotel room. Poly Shore style. Yeah. It was even. I knew it was. Comedy Central wasn't spending money when Jordy was sitting right beside me and coach. And I'm like, aren't you like an executive or something? Why aren't you? <laughs> what are you doing right here? Yeah, that's terrible. That that crash. They show. don't have money. No, they HBO don't. HBO has money. Yeah. Comedy Central. Doesn't. That, HBO has so many hit shows. That crashing show infuriates me. I. You know what? I have never seen it. Yeah, it's like there's Why parts does it of infuriate it. There's you? parts of it that are funny. Mm-hmm. Um, which in itself is rare for me to even think that, but it is the most absurd presentation of someone at a beginner level of comedy. Yeah. Like episode one, he's done some open mics by his, he walks in on his wife cheating on him. <laughs> uh, three days later, he is got a job as the crowd warm up guy on Rachel Ray because Sarah Silverman's like, Hey, you need a place to crash? You could sleep at my house. You know, which is a real at? thing she would do. Yeah, she, but she's just like, you know, you'd be good at crowd warm up. And he's like, oh, but then I he guess fucks so. it up immediately. He does fuck it up after like three more days. But there's so many people that weird shit happens to like that, and then they I guess. fuck it up immediately. Like Pete is perfect to me as the guy who can fuck anything up. Like yeah. he's just an idiot. His this is going to sound mean, but I don't mm-hmm. think his stand-up is great. I don't. Yeah. I saw his special, mm-hmm. and I was like, eh, that was yeah. bored. Mm-hmm. But 
I he's well, so it's probably likable. because he only did comedy for apparently eight days before they gave him a comedy special, according <laughs> to this show. <laughs> it's possible. That's probably why. But wasn't he like the E Trade baby or something like that? What's that? I, mean? I, I think he was the means. voice. He was the voice of the E Trade baby. Remember that baby? That commercial E Trade. That been his big gig that, was that his, he got. That was where he got like a lot of money in. from. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, he started doing podcasts. I know he had that show. It was like a talk show. The oh Pete yeah, Holmes wasn't show. he like the fucking host of a, his own? Yeah, talk yeah. Show? I remember Central that. Show. I remember. You no, know, it was on TBS. Oh, TBS. Right. And it came on after. I remember that because I worked on Dion Cole's show. He had okay. a, he had Love a TV Dion show. Cole. And I remember the executives what at was TBS. That called? Black Box? Uh, yeah, Black Box. Dion Cole's Black Box, which is a terrible name title for a show. Um, I remember the executives coming in there the last day of of us uh, shooting, saying. Everything's gonna be fine. You guys are safe. We're gonna pick you up. You're gonna be good to go. You heard it from me here first. And we're like, no, this is cool. We're popping champagne, drinking wine. Yeah. Two days later, we get an email. We didn't get picked up because oh. they're gonna pick up Pete Holmes instead. And they picked up the Pete Holmes show, and it did worse than Dion Cole's show. Yeah. And um, the only reason they did it is because they had a deal with uh, Conan's production company. So was I he part the- of Conan as well? Yeah. Pete. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Conan produced his show. Yeah. Oh, I see. That was part of the deal whenever... Right, to get him to sign with TBS yeah. to be buried alive and never be seen again by anyone who watches late night television. Yeah. Did I say too much? No, no, you're fine. Okay, guys. Uh, I'll say I'm glad, this. I'm glad you like... I'm glad... See, you know a lot about late night television, too, uh, a little bit, right? Yeah. And, I, and that's one of my ultimate dreams is to be a talk Oh, my show. God, you would be perfect. Uh, that's yes. that's what I want to do. And I, that's part of the reason why I was very curious to why you would refer to Jay Leno as one of your heroes on social you know, media recently. You know, Why did you do that? I I, I I meant to put... He is all that is evil and wrong. I remember... This is, I'm going to tell you what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I glad he's want... willing to defend himself. Let me tell you what happened. This is what happened. I went up at the improv, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, and I performed, and then as I walked all off stage... he sounds more like Barack. Okay, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I, went uh. Up, uh, I went up at the improv, and uh, when I got done, I walked off stage. And as I walked off stage, someone goes, good set. And I go, oh, yeah, thanks, thanks. And I kept walking. And I turned around. I go, oh, shit, that was Jay Leno. So I walked back over there. And I said, oh, thank you so much. You know, that was, you know, it was great. He's like, yeah, you're funny. You got stage presence. You know, that's, it's great. And I said, oh, thank you. And he goes, why? And I go, you're Jay Leno. And he goes, ah. And then I just walked away. And I was like, what the he doesn't even know who he is. He's just he giving a compliment. He, he knows who he is. He's hoping you get a late night show so he could take it away from you. So I thought, I'm going to put this on social media because I need to get some likes. Um, so I put that on there. And as I was writing. You value it, the like. I value the like. Got and, it. And I got to the word. I got to the word. I got to the word hero. And I was like, <gasps> should I put idol? He's not an idol of mine. Yeah. Should I put hero? Not really. Should have said it, what it should have said was so cool to get to watch a guy that I have seen before. Because <laughs> that would have been That's the appropriate an amazing sentence. That would have been see, an appropriate level of respect. See, that would not have gotten seven hundred likes. Is oh, that you what got, got? seven hundred yeah. likes. How many followers do you have? That was on Facebook. I did that on oh. Facebook. Yeah, and I was like, this. Is, I got mad at it that it got so many likes. Yeah, but, it's Who's ridiculous. your favorite? Like who? You're Letterman. Who you oh, Letterman. Like? David sure. Letterman, definitely. I yeah. can feel that, and oh. I remember doing your show, the Willie Hunter show, oh, yeah. which I love. Oh, thanks. I got. Yeah, no, you've done it too. Yeah, yeah. I done it. With, I did it early on. You had Bill Burr as the guest. I was yeah. very excited. I had to play Mary Magdalene. I don't know why you picked me as that, but I get uh, it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I feel you. I, I I did it with. Uh, I think Pete C was doing comedy it, on the yeah. episode. <laughs> I. 
I was Boy, not. that is an old one. But, yeah, no, that was, we were in the belly room then. Was, it was in the belly room. And it was one of the last times, and probably the last set Pete ever did, which yeah. was like four you, years ago. You would be so perfect for that. Like, I don't know why you're not extremely pushing. I'd love I... to be the Leno to your letterman. <laughs> I would love that too. You could set that up. I would, would, I would rival love, network. Shows. I would love that more than anything. But I feel like the medium is dead now. I, especially to how it extent, is now. To an extent, yeah, but look how think about that fat British loser. Oh, I, I James Corden. He's the worst talk show host of yeah. all time. Well, oh not, that's God. not true because fanboy Jimmy Fallon is probably the worst host of all time. Fallon's actually. A little bit better than yeah. him because he can do voices. That's it. He can do voices, but at the same time, he just he fanboys too much. Oh yeah, it's the well. Worst. The other one can sing. If we're gonna t- talk about their stupid, can what they can sing. do. Oh my but, listen, god! For the most part, everyone involved in late night needs to be shot out of a cannon into yeah. some sort of a lava pit. That's what I'm saying. Like Kimmel's we talked all right. about. Kimmel's all right. We talked about Chelsea. And what she did, Colbert's like, funny, I guess. she brought a, a certain kind of. element, you know, yeah. to try to get attention. I mean, she yeah. was definitely terrible, though. We're I'm not going to say she that, wasn't. Right? Yeah, I'm not going to say she wasn't. I'm just saying she opened up a new, like, oh, okay, this is exciting. Like, people were doing Leno and not get noticed, but then they would do Chelsea and yeah. get mm-hmm. noticed. Like, to me, that's bizarre, and I understand it, but I feel like... Well, all with, she did was add a little different <clears throat> element to well, it. Well, with Chelsea, you got to showcase your personality a little bit because it was panel, you know. So you you, you wouldn't go up there and do bits. Well, you would do bits, you know, but yeah. it wasn't like stand up bits. It's almost or like everybody got the couch. Yeah. So you could bring a different element to it, like what you were doing with the Willie Hunter well, show was fucking amazing. What I liked about it is what we did with the Willie Hunter show is that we kind of we stole from Dick Cavett. Um, his, his style, which was um, he had like a little coffee table and two chairs. That's it. No sidekick laughing on the side or no band. I like dry. I am a dry person. Yeah. I don't like warm up. Aud- I don't like I don't like any of that nonsense. If it's not funny, let it die. You know, right. because then Leave something f- something funny will happen eventually. And that's the stuff that I used to when I, I watch old late night with David Letterman on YouTube all the time. There's like so many episodes from the 80s on YouTube and I would watch it. And there were so many moments where Letterman just said something and it just flopped. But yet he would do this grin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. And the crowd would go nuts. <laughs> yeah. Or he'll throw he something through. Yeah, yeah, he, he owned, owned it. it. And that, yeah. that is amazing. He was that, you ma- don't see he was that. He master at the recovery yeah. joke. Like it, Sometimes it'll yeah, seem like they wrote a bad joke for him just so he could then reference it nine times. Like, keep calling back the punchline that didn't work. That's what and I he loved would, when he'd do it. And he would do that throughout the entire the episode. The whole episode, yeah. Like, and- while he's interviewing guests. <laughs> and you, the guests kind of look at him like, what? And it's yeah. like, you don't get it, because you were thinking about yourself earlier when I was doing the show. But We were um, talking to, the uh, like, another guy's producer of the show, Andrew Thimelis. He, he helped One me with it. One of my favorites. Um, is, that, is that Matty Edgar number two? <laughs> Wait a minute, Boone. <laughs> Boone came up to me one time and said, uh, "Where's your friend at? The one that likes Elvis." I, like, I don't know who <laughs> yeah. that that really doesn't like narrow it down. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of Elvis. Like, I got some Elvis stuff for him. Let, let him know I got it. And I was like, I still don't know who you're talking about, Boone. <laughs> Dude, but you guys have been friends since the beginning of comedy. And we often <laughs> talk about Willie Hunter and That's his true. friend who loves Elvis. <laughs> 
Yeah, Boone and I go way back. <laughs> to the first night. To the first open mic. Oh, my God. When you get your talk show, it's going to be Boone and Tony Hinchcliffe yep. reenacting. Uh, I would love that. When I <laughs> when I that. recorded the one episode of the Rick Ingram Experience, Boone Shock was my co-host. Oh, no, he not. wasn't. Really? Was. Was. Where was this at? It was here? Uh, well, we did one in the belly room, and, uh, and then Tiana uh, lost all the footage. Sarah Tiana. So we, oh, I remember that. And there yeah. was, uh, yeah, I remember so Tony it, coming uh, up to me and telling me right. about that. We're going to make Rick Ingram a star. Yeah. Well, they didn't. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> then we recorded another one at the, this year, the Pink Rick. Taco. And, oh, yeah, that uh, was great. And it, it was actually pretty fun. Like, they got a surprise. We get, we had uh, Jay Davis mm-hmm. be our guy in the crowd with a microphone so people could hear the person that I was talking to. Ah. And through doing that, we got Jay to invite a bunch of people to come down. So people came because they just thought it was a Jay Davis comedy show. Yeah. And so it was great. And like I would crowd work. And then as soon as I found someone that was kind of fun to fuck with, I'd just bring them up and interview them. Oh, that's fun. And that was like my take on the, the talk so, show. So, yeah, you didn't have like a guest. You would you would just go yeah, up there and then. And kind of just fuck with people. And then bring them on stage. And then as soon as I had someone that like we got the crowd laughing a bunch with, I would just be like, get up here. Which is, which is based based off your act. That's, yeah. That's what you do. Would you ever like do that? Would you ever bring someone from the audience on stage with you while I, you're I doing stand up? I wouldn't do it during stand up because I, I, I think that's disrespectful to whoever has to follow me i mm-hmm. agree because okay. like there's been so many times where i have to go up after jeff ross and the fucking disaster that is every time he goes on stage and brings up fucking eight losers and yeah runs the same fucking shitty jokes on him roast yeah and then he's like oh let's roast them hey i don't know if you've seen every show i've done for the last year but these are the jokes and i'm gonna the use bridges on you. are burning <laughs> It's a fire. So I remember one. How does time, California go up in fire? It's fucking Rick. I, I said burning that, bridges. Every I, time they start building a bridge, he lights that bitch on fire. I remember Marino or Moses. Someone <laughs> said, "Willie, you're burning bridges." I said, "There was never a bridge there." Yep. <laughs> I said it on Steve Simone's podcast years ago. A bridge is easiest to bu- burn when it's being built. <laughs> and I believe that. <laughs> Way less bridge to burn I've down. Seen it. Yep, you're right. So, you're right. It's like, it, is that dude ever going to give me an opportunity? Fuck no, no he but, isn't. So yeah, I will say this. Like, if you're in a regular show, that is kind of disrespectful. It is. Because mm-hmm. then it screws everything up. Like, I, I love Sandy Danto, and sometimes I have to follow him. He brings the audience Oh, when he stage, does that, yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. And I understand whatever. He doesn't want to write a joke, so he does that. And <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Just shitting God on Sandy. Yeah. I love him. But I'm just saying... And that's his thing, and that's fine. He does it. You have to deal with it. But it's like, really, fuck. Like, cause now, now they're like, you, you can tell, you can like, tell a lot about a person. Your show, yeah. Even even crowd work to certain people is disrespectful, and I completely understand that. But you know, in the lineup, like Rick does a lot of uh, crowd work, so you know, following that, you're gonna have to. Well, it's, fucking ride it's, that a, it's an art form, crowd work. A lot of people think just talking to someone is crowd work. No. no. Yeah, but that's what a lot of people there's do. There's a lot more to it. Yeah, you, you, and what Rick Whitty does, which I like, is that he doesn't stay on one person for too long. You know, and yeah, a lot of people, can. when you do crowd work, I see bad crowd you work. You get lost. You get in lost it. in there, and then next, you know, you're just having a conversation with this person. It's like you could have done that outside. I didn't mean I don't. Yeah, most people don't realize that 
in, or, in order, and this is just my opinion, but as a master of it, I think it counts for something. Mm-hmm. You ha- you have to keep it interesting. It has and to. so if in 15 seconds your banter with someone isn't getting good laughs, yeah. then you should never speak to that person again. Yeah. Unless it's a quick reference to how boring that loser is. <laughs> but you immediately move on. And as long as you keep it moving, it's also a way to make sure that people don't start going, oh, he's hurting that person's feelings. Yeah. Oh, you just keep moving. Yeah. There's so many times I get to some boring person and it's very obvious right away. Or like you could see the look on their face like, oh, I'm going to come up with something funny. And then you go, oh, fuck this guy. Yeah. And you just move on. Yeah. People, most people aren't that interesting. But yeah. That is a fact. I watched someone do, uh, I walked in on New Year's Eve to one of those David Spade shows, and I, some guy. One of them. Yeah, he, he did, did two. He did an 8 o'clock and a 10 o'clock or a 10.30. That's why I stayed Eve. in Philadelphia, because I was like, I'm not coming back if the main room's not available yeah. to make money. And yeah. then, and and cool, if the comedy store can make money off David Spade, go right hell ahead. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess so. I feel like, especially in New Year's Eve. No matter who's on stage. It's like La Jolla. People are like, yeah, I sold out. It's like, man, anyone could have been in La Jolla that weekend, oh, and it would have yeah. sold out. Wait, yeah. is this, was David doing crowd work or somebody no, else? No, so, so I guess it was like Dean Del Rey, Sarah Tiana, Theo Vaughn, and then some guy who's like half Japanese or something that I guess opens for David Spade on the road regularly. Mm-hmm. Wow, he fired old Shaq. He right. was fucking terrible. And... So I'm sitting in the room watching, and he's just so bad, and I'm just loving it because you know I can't watch comedy, but if someone yeah. really terrible thinks they're good, I'll, I'll watch it all day. <laughs> That's amazing. So this guy's just doing like the shittiest, most obvious jokes, and, and then he goes to the crowd, and it's literally just like, I mean, it's worse than Pid. That's how amazing no, it was. No, that can't be. Real. It was just like a conversation where there was like, do you know even, who Jimmy Pitt is? I, I do, do. I do. There was no attempt to like make a joke. It was just like, where are you from? They're like, I'm from Georgia. Georgia. The you mean the state, not not the country, right? Oh my god. Like, yeah, yeah, the state. He's like, yeah, I've been there. It's a, it's a, there's some nice parts and some not some not nice parts though too. It's just like, no fucking way. Fucking man. brilliant, brilliant take on it. Fucking Morioto, whatever the fuck your name is. I there was a waitress that became a comic, oh, and she was not funny as a waitress. And then even not funnier as a comic. Uh. And she was on stage and we were, she was at the Riviera in Vegas. And she, the, she was started to do crowd work because she was bombing. She's like, I'll just do crowd work. And she asked the guy, where are you from? Utah. What do you do? Work at the post office? She went, there's nothing funny about that. There was like 55,000 things you could have said. <laughs> oh right my God, like, yeah. Like you couldn't be, the guy was wide open. Like... And she skipped over him and went to another, and she just kept oh, doing nope. it. And then no, she was like, yeah, there nothing either. there. Is and anyone I'm like, here from a crazy place with a crazy job that I could just <laughs> I mention literally, out loud? I screamed out in the back. I go, then you don't do that. Yeah, like, yeah. don't talk to them. She oh. was so mad at me for yelling at her in the oh. back of the room. But I was like, I will there's, fucking kill you if you ever do that again. There's nothing funny about that. Yeah, there's not if you're not funny. Oh. Just tie your prop around your waist and do what you were doing. 
for oh. just get it over with. It was that bad. She's the only person I ever talked out of doing stand up comedy. <laughs> Comedy's the worst. And I'm usually like, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, get yeah. out there. Well, sow your oats. I encourage kill yourself. I encourage everyone, and I hope that it swallows them whole. Like, that that's my that's what I do. I'm like I'm not gonna tell you what to do. I'm just gonna let you bomb and die on your own. And hopefully yeah. you learn. But sometimes people don't. Dude, ben, Benji posted a tweet today uh, that was like, hey, it was like you know hyping up some comedian friend of his that was listed on the ten comedians to watch in Los yeah. Angeles in 2018. And so I, I look at it, I'm like, the only person I'd ever heard of was the girl that. He mentioned like Lizzie Cooperman. Or mm-hmm. Oh, I love Lizzie Cooperman. Wait, I, all okay. right, I'm on the other side now. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never seen her do. You comedy. know Lizzie, right? I know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't uh, think I've ever seen her I've, perform. I met her before. Oh my God, she we was... used to perform all the time together. Yeah. She was super nice. Yeah, very nice. That's all I really remember about her. But uh, the other nine people I've never even heard of. I'm just like, what the fuck do these people get on any yeah. list? Yeah. So then I just started watching their clips on oh, youtube oh you can't do that rick no, my rick. god are they fucking bad which clip <laughs> he's got he's pretty big in the comedy indie scene i'm like get this <laughs> fucking asshole out of here don't ever listen to those lists though because i can't take one more fucking list yeah everybody's on a list yeah i feel like it's schindler's list and nobody should be on it they yeah. should all be burnt never made the stake. A, never made a list i think that's really i've made a list the biggest you did what yeah. list were you on i i didn't make a list i made a list oh i'm sorry you made a list there you go <laughs> you remember that list i made oh yeah i do yeah. i think i shit on it yeah you did i hope so <laughs> what it was like the five <laughs> best comics to watch and it was literally just his best friends it was just my friends <laughs> Like Genji and oh, Matt ben- and Jamar. Yeah, it was like I just like I'm like, how is this the list? <laughs> Good for you though, because that's exactly what it is. I just want I just want people to know like don't those lists are arbitrary and they're meaningless. Though. I'm putting a exactly. list together. Yeah. Best All right. best comics on the Comedy Store podcast from this week. Oh, this week Eleanor only. Kerrigan, <laughs> Willie Hunter, and Rick Ingram. Special mention Mike Schmidt. Oh no. We can't encourage that. <laughs> but anyway, that list drops next it, week. Like, so. No, does it? Yeah. Okay, I'm excited. I'm going to retweet it. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Definitely I keep can't. an eye out for the list. I'm going to put together the top 10 lists of 2017. Oh These are the best God. lists if, you, no. if you're I'm in the sure list. I'm sure oh. someone at New Wave or whatever yeah. management I, company oh makes those damn lists. Some assistant, you have actually. a manager? I do. I have a lit manager, but not like a comedy manager, just a writing manager. That's it. That's your only representation. That's it. Good for you. Yeah. And everyone's like, you got to get an agent. I'm like, what? So they can take 15% of everything that I do. And I think most comics, too, as well. We book things through other comics. Oh, absolutely. They, yeah. It's it's not like I go on an audition and I and they like, hey, come back. No, Wait, you go on auditions. So no, I only go to audition because a comic asked me to do it on their behalf or something. They I never even ask me. <laughs> what? Well, you what should... are you talking about? You're in commercials all the time. Yeah, well, yeah Rick. I get commercial auditions. I get like six a year. And the only reason I get commercials is because Neil Brennan puts me in them now. Well, there That's you go, true. Neil Brennan. There you yeah. go. See yeah. another comic helping a comic. Right. Yeah. And, well, you don't really need. Right. You I don't, don't need count an commercial agent. work as auditioning though, because you get like eight hundred dollars now, and that shit's over. Oh man, the days of commercial acting are dead. Uh, well, all those big stars are taking up the good jobs now. Yeah, a lot of them take, and even they get paid shit. Like Luke Wilson was like in. 
15 commercials for some phone company or yeah. something two years ago, and he got 100 grand. Wow, Shut my up. God. For fucking t- like 12. Why would he do it? Because com- people want work. It's so you get paid so yeah. little to do movies and stuff now. Like you do that, he probably worked for four days, and I'm quitting. Got guaranteed. Every time I see a commercial, I see John Hamm in a commercial. I see Samuel L. Jackson, Jennifer Garner. I'm like, what the fuck? Why are do you, you guys watch doing? commercials? Yeah. Ah, because I have anxiety. I can't yeah. watch commercials. I, I don't know. I watch as I can go. Hey, that's that person I know right there. Yeah. yeah. Not, Even that's Sports I Center. It, when it goes to a commercial, I hit last and I go to something different. <laughs> I'm a dick. I hate commercials. Yeah. I, I watch every CNN part of just my for heart. the commercials. Because I want to see those, I want to see those mutant kids at St. Jude's, and then, uh, and then the old people. Remember Justin Martindale used to have a joke about uh, those kids ain't got shit on those dogs, <laughs> like the true. one-eyed dog. That that's true though. Jesus Christ! My my girlfriend, she did that. We were watching something on TV, and the dog one came on. She was like, "I can't watch this." And then we changed the channel, and then the kids one was on. She's like, mm, "You want a sandwich?" And I'm like, "Wait a minute, you're yeah. fine with the the kids?" <laughs> it's fucking L.A. But the dogs Please. are shivering. I'm like, "Donate your the money." The dogs think. are shivering. It's a fucking dog. All right, she just went down a notch in my book, and All I right. like her a lot. <laughs> if you get so the chance, please donate to St. Jude so people like myself can get a hug for my mom. <laughs> Shut up, you little fucking mutant. Ricky, what? Mother of God. I don't need it. We'll send you this flea blanket. Learn how to fucking talk before you get on a commercial. At least learn to shiver like a dog so we feel guilty. Oh, my God. Throw the kid in a barrel with some hay and show snowing outside like the dog. You would be a perfect Patch Adams. I can just see that. (laughs) Thank you. I can see that movie right now. Let's murdered. (laughs) Let's make Patch Adams. Remake all Robin (laughs) Williams movies. I would love that. I would love that. With Rick and his way as the oh, yeah, yeah. perfect. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't have wanted any other way. <laughs> because of you, some kid is going to be able to walk up the stairs. <laughs> Shut up, kid. I can walk up the stairs. Why would I be impressed by you doing it? Now, do you feel this way because you're diabetic or you've always <laughs> felt this way? I, I, no, I think I've just always been bad at oh. being a human. Ah. Oh. Ah, you have some heart. You got a little heart Rick, in there. You do have heart, guys. You're hiding. It's it. the biggest heart in the world. I just <laughs> want people to think I'm, you know, a monster because that way I can monster. hide inside. I want you to hide inside. Someone was like, "Are you mean to your kid?" I'm like, "No, I'm, that's why I'm mean to everyone else because I have to be fucking nice." All day. I just had this image of him walking by Julia as she's trying to like walk or do something. He pushes her down. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you can go faster than that. Get better at this. You fell down. Now get up. Do it. Like what? How, how old is, is your kid? A full year, two years now? Wow. Yeah, she's she's uh seventeen months. Wow. Yeah. When do you stop using months? I think at two. High at school. Two? High school. Yeah. She is two hundred months. Once she's two, <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna say two. Okay. But there's such a difference between one and one and a half in terms of development. It's like a one year old still doesn't do shit really, mm-hmm. but a one and a half year old's fucking talking, walking around. And, Oh, yeah. Now she repeats words. It's amazing, right? Like, the stuff she says is the most random and bizarre. Like, the mama and dada, and then she, for dog, she says dodo. And then the next word she learned after that was popcorn. I'm like, popcorn? (laughs) We don't even eat popcorn. And then she'll point at my backpack and go, backpack. What the fuck do you know backpack? It's 
Great. It's but, neat to see, right? And then cool. they get older, and then you forget that you're saying things that you're not supposed to say yeah, in I'm front of them. I have my six-year-old nephew, and I had him for the whole day. And we were at my brother Johnny's house. We were playing basketball, doing all kinds of stuff. So he fell. He got a black eye. And then the minute I took him to his mother's, uh, my sister-in-law was like, what happened to your eye? He's like, oh, we were playing basketball, and then we played Screw Your Neighbor. And I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> and Alex, she just looked at me. She's like, "What? What? What happened today? Like, what I had, I had an Why? Why did I let you in charge? That's the name of the game, lady. Quit <laughs> sheltering Screw your, your neighbor kid. is a great game, bitch. Calm down. We played smear the queer all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember, like, this reminds me of my uncle, by my uncle Eddie, who is this character. He used to be a crack addict. I love this guy. Uh, I remember you telling guy. me stories how, about this too. And I, I, how can I explain? He is a guy that loves wearing jackets with no shirt underneath. That's that's Ooh. that's who he is. But a full jacket, like not a vest. Full jacket, yeah. Okay, my brother well, Charlie was a vest guy. No, yeah. no shirt. No shirt underneath. Yeah. Two degrees. And Eddie used to just cuss all the time around us as a kid. And my mom, he's like, Eddie, stop it. The kids are around. He goes, Oh shit, sorry kids, sorry kids, sorry kids. <laughs> and he just apologized to us, and we're like babies. Yeah. Sorry, kids. My grandpa was that way. He was a Korean War vet and just cursed up a storm. But always be racist, always against Asian people. Like, I heard. Now he's my hero. I've probably heard 15 racial slurs for Asians that I'm pretty sure he made up. (laughs) He didn't even go with the standards where I was just like, wow. And I'd ask my mom, like, what does that mean? She'd be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then I'm like, oh, I guess she just doesn't want me to know or whatever. And I'd hear me. Dad, what's a yam? <laughs> what? And he'd like, uh, a, like a Chinaman. She'd be like, why do you call them yams? He's like, because of the color of uh, the potato. She's like, they're orange. Well, it's close enough. <laughs> but it was always, goddamn motherfucker. I'm going to take you guys to fly kites. Motherfucker. This piece of shit. Where was this made? Thailand. Oh, piece of shit. Those fucking yams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'd just be like, and then we'd go home. And my mom, like, every you time you're fun? making a yam, I miss my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna my put cinnamon be, on this to really make it nice. She'd be like, "Did you have fun?" I'd be like, "Yeah, the, the kite was a piece of shit, though. It was made by a motherfucker." And she'd be like, "What?" what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who motherfucker is, but it doesn't seem like he likes them. He, he's not into sweet potatoes at all. <laughs> Aren't oh, you the oldest of six kids? How many? Six? I'm, I'm the oldest of five. Five, five Damn. kids. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it's it's pretty sweet. Like, I remember you grow up, you're like, oh, everyone's a kid and we're all good. And then we become adults and you see which each sibling goes. Oh, I have two brothers in prison. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. Have, I have two sisters that have kids that really can't take care of their kids. They just keep popping out babies. And then here I am in Los Angeles trying to follow my dreams. And I, I, I feel whenever I feel bad about not achieving something, I can always look back at my siblings and go, at least I'm not them. Yeah. <laughs> What'd your brothers do? Anything good? Like theft. I one of my brothers though, I will tell you this. This is pretty cool. He when he got arrested for theft, I guess I guess they left the door open at the jail and he okay. ran out. He escaped. Where was this? This it's, is in Alabama. Oh boy. Yeah, he ran out. It's he only still made like it. that down there? Oh yeah. Like one jail cell. Just one. That's it. The Andy Griffith Andy show Griffith, is real? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Let the Don't. keys in the door, see? <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> that's amazing. And he got caught, but I was like, oh, good for him trying to make it run. He's going to be in there a lot longer now. But. Oh, yeah. That yeah. run old caution. I mean, for but. theft, it's like, why would you try and escape? You're only doing three years. Yeah. 
yeah. are we going to live on the lamb for the next fucking <laughs> 70 years of your life? We had a kid in our neighborhood that was, uh, his father was in jail. They, they were, everybody was always in jail in his family. Mm-hmm. and But he was fun because they, they were mobsters and they had money. So he was like 16 and he had a car and we'd all be in his car. He was awesome. And he was pissed that his father was in jail. So he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to break him out. I'm like, okay. How you going to do that? Smart. And he Smart did. Kid. He got a helicopter and uh, tried to break his father out of jail while they were in the yard. Oh, my God. Yeah, like putting a ladder down. Just hey, a, Dad! Just a big propeller just going. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just forgot about the towers. Oh, like, oh. my God. Uh, yeah, so then he did some time. Yeah, joined. So. he joined Dad. <laughs> yeah, as long as you get but to he spend tried, time with man. family. He really oh, tried. Man. Everyone knows you drive a tank through the wall. It's clear as day. That's the that best is one. that That's was the honestly the. Have any of you guys ever been arrested before? Mm-hmm. I've been arrested once before. Yeah. It is the scariest thing ever. I got a DUI when I was nineteen. Jesus. Yeah, and I was in of like holding tank, whatever. But it's still behind bars, and yeah. I just remember. It's just, usually the sweat box. I've never yeah. been in a real black, jail. Yeah, black but, yeah, we call it a sweat too. box. I'd be yeah. nervous. I was, I was praying to God, and I never pray to God, and so I was, let me out of crying. I won't do this again. I just remember, I'm never ever in my life. You shouldn't even want to go to jail in the first place, but I'm never ever going back to you jail. Like, you like to ex- have some experience, though. So well, I got, got a record. Go, I got to see record. what we're paying for. See what yeah. we're paying yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to white check cop out. Or black cop <laughs> arrested you. It was uh, it was a Mixed. white cop. It was white a white cop. cop. Yeah, and it happened. Well, she it was uh, the female. Mm-hmm. This is just sad. Now. Yeah, I was. You let uh, a woman white. pull you over. Yeah, yeah. It's like she had any right talking about your driving the- ability. <laughs> Whoa, Ricky. Sorry, what, I went to Alabama there. But, yeah, you did. <laughs> Got weird. She must have been it's, pausing on doing her makeup while she drove to see you. It's basically Kansas, but with the twang. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, I'm familiar. So, I've been through Alabama before. I. It was the perfect disaster of an arrest. It could have not have been easier for her uh, as I was uh, uh, leaving. Was that? I think that's You're you. You're blowing up, dog. Oh, I was uh, I was I was leaving some club and I had been drinking and um and I went down a one way street the wrong way because I it was Classic. faster. I was like I'm not standing in this line. Well, it's I'm called bucking traffic. Yeah, Do no. it all the time. Smart. Pull the lights on and I freaked out. I said I knew I smelled like alcohol, so I thought you know 19 years old, very smart. Sure. I'll just light up a cigarette to cover the smell. Smart. So, Smart so, move. She, and it when, worked and you went home, right? No. <laughs> she comes to my car. I let them. I went a puff of smoke scissor right in the face already. So she's already and, pissed. Uh, and I'm 19, so she's like, can I see your license and registration? And I said, yes. And I pull out my wallet, and I had a fake ID, and it was right oh, there. Shit. And she saw it, and I saw it. And I go, oh, God, I got to give her this fake ID. So I give her the fake ID. And she goes, what is this? And I go, it's my ID. And she goes, no, what's that in your wallet? My real ID was right below it. Smart. So she goes, I go, oh, that's my real ID. She goes, get out in the car. <laughs> and I, I didn't even do a breathalyzer or anything. I just got in the back. It was it was, it was, was just horrible. You just took it. You're like, was, all right. That's how PT did gonna... it, too. Cop pulled him over. And he's like, let's do a sobriety check. He's like, you don't need to. I'm wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I still have to do it. He's like, really, bro? <laughs> I don't want to blow in that. Have bro. you had some drinks? I've had like nine of them. So let's just. <laughs> just, let's just, just didn't know what to do. It. He's like, can we? Can I just run them? Because it seems weird. <laughs> I no, love I'm wasted. That he's like, 
yeah, I'm not going to stop drinking. Yeah. I'm just going to take Uber. And like yeah. he has like He's Uber passes. Like yeah. he he go, he lives very far. Yeah. Like, yeah. Drives Uber. It's like, like almost a semi valley. Oh, my God. I've driven him home sometimes. And, and like I'm like, why did I do this? $13. Yeah. Thir- that's it? That's all. Like that. That's his pass. Yeah. I saw his oh, post yesterday. Was that's cause he has that's a good deal. Yeah. He has some kind of bizarre pass because he uses it so much. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's a. I got yeah. I mean, I only go down the street, but I use Uber all the time. But good for you. I, I mean, am, you won't drink and drive I'm again, not. will you? No, no, I, I'm not. Because Don Myrera got arrested for that, and he all was right. like, he said it was the worst. Oh, it's the worst. Like he'd been arrested before for other things, but for some reason, maybe because he was older too, it was so weird. And as the cop was arresting him, he's like, "Dude, I'm your biggest fan." He's like, "Oh, oh I don't think so. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm I feel feeling like you. You're not my into my biggest this. fan." Yeah. Would have driven me home and <laughs> let me pick up my car the next day. But he is terrified. Oh, it's too worst. Drunk. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't do that at all. And it's such a pain in the ass, money wise, everything wise. Yeah, I moved two blocks from the comedy store because I was such an alcoholic. Oh yeah, if you're if you're close to this place, I don't come here only unless I'm performing or doing the podcast. Oh, um, thank you. I, I don't. I, I feel Thanks like the shout because out. You, you don't do anything here but drink. If, if yeah. you and you it's, have to. It's to hard for me. To, it's hard for me to. I don't come drink, here. and I'm here a lot. It's hard for me to come here uh, and hang out. I better out. start. I better yeah, start. <laughs> yeah. In an ideal world, I would show up, get on stage within five minutes, get in my car after I get done. Most of the time, as soon as I'm done, I walk straight to my yeah. car and get in and drive home. Because I just can't handle it. Like mm-hmm. when, when Funston comes up here and he's like, oh, hey, I'm going to be at the comedy store on Saturday. I'm like, awesome. Because it's the only time I ever get to see him. Mm-hmm. But then the other part of me is like, fuck, I'm going to have to sit in the front with a bunch of drunk people. Yeah. And like right. most people are all wasted and I'm just like, god damn it, I can't handle this shit. Yeah, and then the conversation yeah. it's like I can't, I can't engage in that. And I know um, they're not going to remember the conversations. So I'm just like, so oh, yeah. good, man. Great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and I do it just because I want to blank out of the conversation. That's why I drink. And like, I tell oh, yeah. people, I, I drink. I drink not for me. I drink for you because. I, I loved <laughs> being here when I drank. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would show up like, show starts at 9. I'll be there at 8.45. And then I'll leave about 2.15. Yeah. Every night. Yeah. I did that oh, for a wow. couple of years. I yeah. But I lived in, when I lived in Manhattan Beach, I fucking loved it. But I started loving being drunk at the comedy store more than I loved being in Manhattan Beach. Oh, yeah. And so I drove home one night and I'd had some beers. And I wasn't like hammered, but I mean, now I sound like every person who drove drunk yeah. ever. Um, I, I probably had two or three beers over a couple hours and I drove home and I got pulled over for my taillight being out. And I just sat in the car just like, I am so fucked. Mm. And the cop, he never, never said anything about it. It was like probably midnight, 1230. It's just like, your tail lights out. I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, I'm going to have to write you a fix-it ticket, um, but it'll just take a minute. I'm like, okay. And then five minutes go by. I'm just like, oh, I'm so fucked. And he's like, sorry, I had to deal with uh, something else that was going on. Oh, my Here's God. your fix-it ticket. I'm like, oh. thanks. And then I was like, Eli, we got we to gotta fucking move. Like, yeah. He's like, all right, I don't care. Yeah. So we moved, we moved literally to Flores and Fountain, so that way I could just walk, walk to the comedy yeah. store. Yeah. But that's dangerous when you live that close. Like Eric Marino lives right over there and he's yeah. drunk every second of the oh, day. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I can't just stumble home at the end of the night. Just Dude, I, there was plenty of nights that I stumbled home and then woke up and thought I must have teleported because I have no idea <laughs> oh how I God. got from the comedy that's store to my apartment. 
I'd just be like, wow, yep, still got my clothes on. I can't drink like that. A severe amount of bruises. Oh, it's, it's easy, especially when you're doing, uh, no, but when it, you were going up, there's hardly woman, any audience. As a woman drinking oh, like yeah. that, I mean, I wouldn't yeah. have teleported. Oh, at the comedy store. I would have been carried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, someone would have taken And raped yeah. repeatedly the entire yeah. time home. No one was, so. no one was trying to rape me, even right, West Hollywood. And I was trying, I was trying to, and I know the store's prop probably not like that anymore but i know the history of this place so it's always like that to me and i was telling my girlfriend that she had came here one night by herself she, and i said you don't go to the store when i'm not there yeah good she, good boy and she goes why and i, and I said I, I you know what i just don't trust anyone yeah she's like i'm your girlfriend one knows you i'm your girlfriend there no one does like no 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 only when i'm around works. she doesn't fly yeah i never let corinne oh. come here it was yeah i mean I like, wouldn't either. Or, Even a boyfriend, I'd be like, no, no don't do that. No, no. it just do, feels weird. Yeah, <laughs> like my sister Kathleen used to come out a lot, and when I still drank, and we'd come up to the comedy store and we'd hang out and drank. And even though she was literally by my side every second, other than the fifteen minutes I was on stage, for those fifteen minutes, I was in a constant panic, like, who the fuck is talking to my sister? Right <laughs> and like, yeah, stage and still be sitting by herself and be like, what happened? Why did they leave? Why wouldn't they just? But Where did they go? Who's got her? She'd always be like, yeah, everyone's so terrifying. nice up there. I'd be like, oh, I bet they yeah, are. I bet they are, yeah. Oh, they're always nice in the yeah. beginning. Uh, do you have stuff you uh, want to plug? You got anything coming up? You uh, obviously, you're going to be on Crashing. Uh, yeah, there's a Crashing episode. I think I think that's the where we'll be on the last one. You'll see Jeremiah Watkins in it. Jamar Neighbors is in it. Tony Brian, Brian Moses, Tony Hinchcliffe, Sarah Tiana is in it as awesome. well. Awesome. A lot of store people in that episode. Do you think they could edit me in? I think they could. We'll, we'll call up Judd Apatow himself. And, uh, yeah. I don't see why not. No, yeah. but I love that they used the battle and they used the real wave, mm-hmm. which is my favorite thing oh, of the battle, by the way. Gotten actors to play the wave. Well, it was so funny. I don't think they knew. Well, no one knows what we do. Hell, we don't even know what we do. I liked your. T- was it a the Twitter wave or Facebook is my comment about that? Yeah, I but the notes on yeah, the being like, I don't think you explained this correctly. Yeah, yeah. And we get there, and we doing our wave stuff, throwing confetti around, and goofing off and stuff. And they go and cut. All right, guys, we're gonna do that one more time. We're looking around. They're like, we've demolished the set. <laughs> You're like, you want us to do that again? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like. All right. So we did like five takes uh, of destroying. Could we get someone to collect the confetti? And we're watching this guy just sweep it all up. He hated it. Oh, he hated it. Hell yeah. Uh, but I with the crashing, uh, and that that's it now. But I hopefully there's a lot more things. The coming. Carmichael show is on Netflix. It's on. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. I'm excited. I saw it last it's night. It's on, and I think it's on Hulu as well. So you know, the show's canceled, but all the episodes are out there. Um, I know you guys are going to come up. Did with you get nominated for something? I did. I got nominated for my episode, uh, Writers Guild Writer's Award. Guild. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Which uh, one? Because there was a few you the did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one intervention. I think that's what it's called. And uh, that that was a fun episode. Uh, the premise of that episode was that they were going to throw an, an intervention for the tiffany haddish character because she's been drinking so much lately but as they're during the intervention they realize her life is better so they celebrate smart so uh, that's and, uh, so we I, kind of just did that too we did like life is so much sweeter at the comedy store <laughs> i miss it if you got a problem out there just it, know it, it doesn't get better it sucks for me because it's january i always i do sober january i'm not trying to do like a comic thing but moses and i we've been doing it for like six maybe five or six years where oh you're kidding that's first great. month of the year since you know from halloween to new year's you do nothing but party you know right eat and drink Must be nice. I, I feel 
feel like Moses, I never see really drink. Oh, Moses drink, but he actually he he smokes more. He's he's smokes more of a pothead, okay. and I'm okay. a drinker. I don't I don't not know. When he was head. working here, I saw him drink. Oh, then yeah. he would be trying to hit on the girls, and I'd be like, "You have no game, you poor thing." Yeah. Huh? Him, when we worked here, we <laughs> were wasted working. all the time. Oh, I know, yeah. I remember. I mean, Mervis would show up with four <laughs> oh, locos. Mervis, remember that drink four loco? <laughs> Mervis was the only person I ever saw work the bar who, by the end of the night, legitimately <laughs> was unable to count. <laughs> He'd have semen in his beard. Yeah. He'd be crying. There was always a story. Funny story about how I got four men's semen in my beard. I bet that's a funny story, dude. <laughs> and then he, he got fired. He was like, I don't know what happened. What I was like, happened? What I'd be you? like, what do you mean what happened? They have cameras, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and I love Mervis. He was our comedy store softball I love him too, yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he put man. all our activities together. Yeah. Yep. What's in your wallet? That's what he looked like. Those guys from that, that guy. commercial. I yeah, that commercial. I think. I think. Yeah, he was in that commercial. I, believe. I don't know if he was. I think, I think he, he was played. in one. I think he was in one of yeah. them where he played a Viking or something like yep. that. He looks like a Viking. Mm-hmm. He was terrifying. That's got to suck, you know, when that show Vikings came out and he didn't get a call at all. How dare they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, you guys your... would party like crazy. What's your social media stuff? Uh, on Twitter, it's at Will Hunter Show, and Instagram is Willie underscore Hunter, and that's it. Do you, do, do you post nudes on Instagram at all? So. I haven't, but there are a lot of there's there was a female comic that just posted a pic of her getting her pussy waxed on Instagram, and no. and then I said to myself, and you want me to take you serious? Yeah, you, Good for and, you. Which yeah. female comic was it? You know who it was? I'll tell you since it is this this was the podcast yeah. here. We'll we end on this. Disclaimer. It was Jessica Michelle Singleton. Unbelievable. And Ugh. you know, and I was like, what are you doing? And I respect her. I think she's funny, you know, and she she's hustles. nice. And she hustles, yeah. And then why would you do that? Why what that isn't uh, I'm glad I don't follow her now. Yeah. I'm kidding. No, I don't like that. Gosh, like I'm gonna start following her tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, that was so you. Thank you. <laughs> so my respect for her is now through the roof, and I regret not putting her up when Tommy used to tell me to put her up all the time. Well, there you go. Well, we'll have her on the podcast, and we'll bring those we'll Bring that up. Yeah, smart. Um, <laughs> so check out my Instagram. I'm going to be posting. I uh, plan on waxing my butthole for the whole world to see. <laughs> Bleaching it. Bleaching his asshole. I, w- I want to be part of that hilarious Ron White bit. Yeah, so apparently people's bungholes are not the right color. It's <laughs> pretty good. Met, I met Ron for the 75th time for the first time. The other yeah, time. yeah. I've done that before, too. You comic? Yeah, Ron. You've done this a few times. Listen, man, we're worried about you. And by we're, I mean everyone on Earth. Why does he remember me? Well, Chick. Come on, sweetheart. You know I what's remember your, you. What's your question, little lady? Go ahead. Ask he you said that. Yeah, we had him on the podcast. Ask your question. <laughs> Go ahead with your little question, sweetheart. <laughs> Nothing better. No idea. No idea what he's talking about. Um, all right. Well, thank you for being on, Will. All right. Thanks for having Willie me, Willie Hunter, guys. Check it out. Come to the comedy store. See a show. Please come see. Uh, do I have any shows? I don't think I do. No. I don't know. Oh, not until the end of the month. I'll be home. Alright, sounds good. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Listen, rate, tell your friends. Oh, yes. Rate, subscribe, give us some stars. Leave us comments. I don't know. 
touch yourself to us. Do something. Something. Help me us too. out. Hashtag you too. Hashtag you too, me too, all too. Bye. You guys excited about alone together? I was just going to.